I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Australian Jams. This is, I'll, I'll be really honest, this is the second try at starting this this uh, episode because I stuffed up the first time. This is episode 65. I am Gemma Bastiani and today we have a very nice little array of new Australian music to talk about. I am joined by my friend of a number of years. I was going to call you my old friend and then I thought you'd be offended. So I, I don't be old. No. <laughs> I'm joined by Danny Smorelli, who is better known as Nussie. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. How are you? It feels weird asking you that when we've just been talking for 20 minutes. No, no. I, like, Do I ask you how you are? We've been talking for a while. The people don't know. They know now. They do. <laughs> um, so for those who don't know you, can you tell us who you are and what you do? Um, okay, cool. Well, you already said my name. I'm Nussie. Um, <laughs> that's me. Um, and I am an electronic artist from Melbourne. I DJ and sing and I play a bunch of instruments too, but I don't do that live. Um, and, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's my shtick. <laughs> you very recently released a new single, so I was excited to get you on, and we will be playing a bit of that single and talking about it towards the end of this podcast. Yeah. But you have chosen three very different and interesting songs. So which one would you like to start us off with today? Let's um, let's start off with Snip Snip. Okay, fine. Code Ranks, yep. Yeah. Talk to me. I know you're a big Coda Banks fan. Yeah, I like I've she won my heart with um one of her very, very, very early releases, um Fiorentina. Yep. yep. And I just I think what I really like about her is just how like openly woggy she is. <laughs> No, there's just something so endearing about it because obviously, well, not obviously, but, I mean, you said my last name before and (laughs) my culture also. And so there's just so much about her personality and the way that she kind of comes across that I can relate to. Um, And it's something we have bonded over as well, isn't it? It it, it really is. (laughs) You're a lot more like pure, pure, you know, <laughs> Toscana Italian than you know I am. You're I'm a, from. You're I'm from a the bit south. more mongrelly. Oh, don't say I'm from the south. I'm from the center, center and north. Uh, Tim's from the south. Sorry, sorry. I remember insulting Tim and in fr- your partner in front of your father, and that went down really well with your dad, and less so with your partner. So. Yeah. I've Don't won worry. one of them over. I always tell him that he's not actually really Italian because he's Sicilian and I said, you know, you're not even connected to the country, mate, you know. 
Anyway, I digress. I digress. Um, Coda Banks is our woggy hero is what you're saying. Yeah, and I also just think she's a really, really intelligent songwriter. Mm. Um, Her lyricism is so interesting and she just has a way with words, like a really, really interesting way with words, and I just find all of her songs really interesting to listen to lyrically. Plus this one especially, I mean, they're all just such bangers. They're just so (laughs) fun to listen to. You can't not get up and about when you're listening to them. I I mean, I'm really excited. (laughs) I haven't listened to a lot of Coda Banks in the past. Um, I mean, it's just not a style that I actively go and look for a lot, but the first thing I wrote when I was listening to this was that she's a badass. Like she just puts it out there and you said she's like openly woggy, but I think she's openly just herself. That's probably. Yeah. She is so fierce. Yeah. And she just doesn't seem afraid of anything, which I think is incredibly cool. And also like relevant to someone else we're going to talk about later that I've chosen, but like, yeah, it's just cool that she is who she is. She puts it out there and she does it in such a like flawless way. Yeah. I'm doing a lot of hand movements here. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Talking about being woggy. I know. I was saying we're just going to express our Italianism (laughs) Um, by talking with our hands, but nobody can see the hands. We we can. We know it. (laughs) Should we hear a little bit of this one? Yeah, let's do that. So this is called Snip Snip. It's by Coda Banks and we'll be back in a moment. Snip Snip. I don't think I mentioned I like watching men squirm I really want a baby But I don't want to use ten sperm And worked at a tech firm Dated him for like ten terms In college it got messy I mean messier than a dread perm Cut it off like clip clip Finesse to be like I'm slick slick Hi, my name is Coda Banks You can tell by my name I'm a rich bitch I don't mean I got big bucks So I do ball, I switch, switch Do balls, I snip, snip Not do calls like That was a bit of snip, snip by Coda Banks I inadvertently called Danny old again in the break, so I'm doing really well tonight. I'm really offended. Really offended. I mean, I am turning a milestone birthday this year and I'm not excited about it, so let's just Now you've not just that age. said that I'm older than the milestone birthday. I never said that. Never said that. Uh, <laughs> yep. I'm going to follow. I'm on my own. <laughs> And I'm leaving it in. I am going to follow the theme of badass women. And I'm going to talk about Kira Peru now, her new song, Idiot. I've said it many times on the podcast before. Kira Peru is amazing. She has this swagger and confidence that listening to her music makes you feel that way and makes you more confident as you listen to it, if that makes sense. So, like, she has the perfect music to like listen to in the car when you're on your own or something like that. She's just got that kind of attitude about it. And that's what I love about her music is that you always feel that from whatever she releases. This song is just incredible. I think there's something a little bit different about her voice in this though. Like it sounds like Maybe it's been treated differently or she's sung a little bit differently. I can't quite put my finger on what it is, but it feels a little bit different, but it doesn't lose any of that confidence either. And I just think that it's incredible. And then there are some really good lyrics in it. My favorite one is, I'm a sucker, I'll admit, but I'm not an idiot. And I feel like in this context, it's relationship and an ex. That's what the song's context is. But that line you could put into so many different parts of life and it would fit and it also is just like no I'm not an idiot I stuffed that up I made that wrong choice but I'm not stupid and let's move on from this type thing you know yeah I I totally totally agree with you I think um lyrically I think this song is a really really interesting way of looking at a relationship yeah um because it's so relatable it's so we've all kind of been there and done what she's talking about. Um, so you gave me a look then. So, (laughs) um, anyway, I digress again. Um, 
no, but she is, like you said, she is just so fierce and there's there's no way that you can listen to this song and not feel passion and, like, courage, I think. Yeah. I think. Courage is really the word. It's like confidence and courage and it just kind of makes you go, yeah, I can be a total badass too and I can go out and do all these things and, yeah, I'm like power woman, you know? Yeah, it's empower- It's an empowering yeah. style, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I think um, when I listen to this, I think um, it's quite a bit more pop than like typical pop than what I think a lot of her other tracks mm. in the past have been. But I love pop music and really typical pop music, so it actually... That's- yeah, really wrong with pop. No, no, no. But I think pop, like, there's nothing wrong with pop music in, in my. <laughs> but I think pop's been a, a really dirty word for a really, really, really long time. And I think Australia's really only just kind of waking up to the fact that pop music is actually really cool. And really, what pop music is, is just popular music. I yeah. just put little inverted commas around my head then. <laughs> I just realized no one can see me. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, she, it's, you know, I, and I I think that, um, so anyway, what I was saying was it just, this song just spoke to me on many levels. I really, yeah. really, really, really enjoyed it. I think a big thing for <laughs> Kirapu in, for a lot of her recent releases, so Tension and um, Molotov and things like that. There's oh, always I love been, Molotov so yeah, much. They're always amazing but they always have that element of funk to them because they do have that baseline in them and I think maybe this one doesn't necessarily have that aspect as pronounced as the previous ones have so maybe that's where the more traditional pop elements are coming from yeah yeah totally yeah and I'm really enjoying watching her explore all these things in the past 18 to 24 months and hopefully I think obviously it's hard to predict or hope for things at the moment given we don't know when live music is coming back and stuff like that but I'm really hoping that this is all leading to a really big because she was meant to go on tour and it got cancelled if I'm not mistaken I'm, I'm hoping this is leading to a big record release and tour that we can all go and just be immersed in what yeah. she does and why she's so I guess revered in a weird way. She's such a good performer. Yeah, I love her. I want to sell merch yeah. for her. That's a weird thing to say. That's a job I have. Hopefully she's, hopefully she's listening. And I did tweet about her right before we started recording. Here, Prue, give Gemma a merch job, please. Or just start uh, touring when you can. We'll come <laughs> to the of your hands. I know that's out of the artist's hands right now, but, yeah, we're just being hopeful. Anyway, um, I have lost my mind. Let's hear some of Idiot by Kira Peru. That was a little bit of Idiot by Kira Peru. We've stopped gushing about her. Danny. Nah, I'm still gushing. <laughs> Out of context, that is a questionable sentence. Oh, yeah, that's um, me. <laughs> uh, what is your second song for us today? Okay. Um, my second song today is um, Two Strong Hearts Yep. Ainsley Wills cover of I yeah I chose this because I think it is a really really beautiful cover of the John Farnham classic so can you get more Australian really it's it's um I love that you chose this one usually we don't do covers on this podcast but I love that you chose this one because there are a couple of things about this um that I think is really interesting. One is that I don't think we would have, she would have released this cover had it not been for the current world situation. 
So really interesting, actually. Yeah. So there's a still. I that's my opinion, and from what I could understand from some tweets that have gone out and things like that. So I don't think we would have had this cover to listen to on Spotify or whatever had it not been for situation. So there's a silver lining thing. But also um, the last show that I sold merch for before the whole situation happened was actually, I got the hiccups now, sorry, uh, was actually <laughs> her two shows at Northgate Social Club with Leif Volbeck um, oh, yeah. from Canada. And it was the second time I'd done merch for Ainsley. And every time I've worked for her, she's just such a, um, what's the word I'm thinking, gentle personality. She's so nice to talk to. She wants to make sure you're okay. And then she gets on stage and it feels very much the same, like how she is with you individually is in how she performs to the crowd and the way yeah, she connects I, with the crowd. I feel like that um, really, really transpires through her music and recorded music too. Like you just get the vibe. I've obviously never met her, but listening to her music you just get the vibe that she is just a really beautiful genuine person yeah she's just got the most beautiful voice yeah she's and an angel as soon as you listen to this it's almost like you're transported to her living room while she's sitting there on a piano and it's like yeah, you're sitting yeah, on a couch yeah. just watching her tool around on a piano type thing yeah and it's just such an incredible like transformative experience without sounding too wanky <laughs> you know yeah, yeah I, just... I, think, I think like I was umming and ahhing about choosing this one because I was like it's a cover should I choose it I don't know but then I just thought you know what this is just such a classic Australian song and she just does the most gorgeous version of it that I just couldn't go past it and there wasn't anything else that I wanted to choose over it. Yeah. And it's what the people want right now, isn't it? Totally. Um, it's what they want. <laughs> it's also funny. I'm making this all about me. Um, you know how there's always that question that goes around, um, what was your first concert that you went to or what was this yeah. or what was that first record? What you was your first concert that you went to? Well, it was a John Farnham concert when I was like 10. Oh, wow. Was that, parents- was that the last time tour? I don't when know what year was that. He, the first time that he said that it was the last time. I think it was before that. I'm not that old. Uh, I'm not that young. I was I was like 10, 9 or 10, and my parents were all going with their friends. And my parents are really nice and asked all three of us, me and my two brothers, if any of us wanted to go along. None of the other kids got invited, but <laughs> we did. And me and my younger brother both said, yes, we wanted to go. So my parents took me and my brother, who would have been eight or so, to this, to Rod Laver Arena. My parents knew that I was really into playing the saxophone, so they're like, there'll be a horn section there, you'll enjoy yeah. watching that. And it was my first concert. So, like, weirdly enough, this song, like, takes me back to when I was a small child. <laughs> oh, that's so cute, Gemma. Yeah. Was yours a good one? Yeah, mine was a good one, actually. My first concert, um, my first concert was Phil Collins. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I was, I think, six or seven, and my parents used to take me, they actually took me to a bunch of really, really cool concerts when I was really young because, and my brother never got invited because, well, he was much younger anyway and also I'm the golden child. (laughs) No, no, really, he just actually didn't care about music that much. But, um, yeah, they took me to heaps of really cool concerts, but that was the first one and I remember it was at Rod Laver Arena as well um, and I remember um, one of our family friends who we went with um, got in a fight with the people sitting in front of us in the, in the seats in front of us because they wouldn't sit down and everybody was sitting down and they were being, they were actually, they were being very obnoxious. But I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Oh, my God. People getting fights. There's, like, live music. It was just, like, this, like, whole thing that I had heard about and never experienced. But not to say that there was not actually a fight and not to say that that overshadowed Phil Collins' performance. Um, But, yeah. 
I can I can technically say I went to a Eurythmics concert when I was in the womb. My mum always tells the in the womb stories as well. Yeah. But My yeah. mum likes to claim that that's why I'm into music because she, like, took me to all these things and played music to me and I'm like, I don't really know if that's real but. Take it. Your mum's great so let her have it. Your mum's great too. Yeah, we said that before but we should reiterate it. Our mums are great. Um, anyway, let's listen. <laughs> <laughs> to a little bit of Ainsley Wills' Two Strong Hearts cover of the John Farnham uh, classic, I should say. Over and over and over again We got two strong hearts We stick together like a honey and the bee You and me, we got two strong hearts Reaching out forever like a river to the sea That was a little bit of Ainsley Will's cover of Two Strong Hearts, my second song for today. So I tried really, really hard not to pick this because we spoke about this artist very recently, but I'm obsessed with her and I couldn't not choose this song. I'm really so, glad that you chose it because if you didn't, I was going to. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> so it's Volcanic by Gordy. Um yeah, I fucking love Gordy. I say that all the time and she deserves it because she's amazing. Uh, this song just washes over you and it's very much her style to do that. But the way she so effectively does it every time is just like, damn, <sighs> she's so good. Yeah, I I would have chosen this if you didn't choose it um, because I was in love with this as soon as I heard it. I mm-hmm. I think there's... So much Bon Iver vibes about it. Um, yep. It really, really reminded me on first listen, it really, really, really reminded me of um, we did a Scandinavia trip last year and I could just picture kind of driving through Iceland, mm. um, which I don't want anyone to pull me up on this. I know Iceland is technically not part of Scandinavia, so <laughs> sorry for that geographical error there. Um, but I went to, I also went to Iceland. And <laughs> listening to this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It it gave me this real kind of picturesque, beautiful nature kind of vision in my head which just instantly transported me back there and I just think um the way that she affects her vocals um which she does in quite like a lot of her other tracks as well but I just thought it was really 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 prominent in this track and stylistically excellent choice Sorry, I just, I laughed because of the hand movement. Yeah, I did. 
I did like a little okay. okay. Yeah, I appreciated that. Um, she's not laughing because she thinks it's a bad stylistic. No, choice. I think it's incredible. <laughs> um, the thing as well that she does really well, and I think it's a bit of a theme between Kia Peru and Coda Banks in this um, episode as well, is there are little kind of just nuggets in the lyrics that you can just pick out one line and it's just like, holy shit, that line on its own is incredible. And then you put it all together and you're like, wow, you're actually a poet that's putting music yeah. in your song. It's like yeah. Odette as well where it, it is the lyrics are poetry, again, without sounding too wanky. And yeah. there's one line in particular, again, that stuck out. Um, Am I burning us out to keep your interests peaked? And, again, similar to the Kira Peru one, like, that is a line that is very specific but also very broad and it's something I think all of us can pinpoint a moment in our lives that we've felt that way or wondered that. Yeah. And it just makes the song so relatable and um, personal, I guess, in a way. And it's something she's very good at doing because you go back to Sandwiches, which was the first, second single, I guess, that she released this year. Um, and there's a line in that that is, um, it's something like every time I think of you, uh, movie real plays in my head or something like that. I got the line wrong. It's much nicer. Yeah. But it's just like, it's that thing where you're like, holy shit, yes, that is an experience I've had. That is 100% how yeah. it feels. But I could have never come up with the line that explained how I felt, you know? She just put your feelings into words. Exactly. And, like, we have definitely lived very different life experiences, but she's got that way of just accessing um, that thing and putting words to something that you weren't able to do yourself. Yeah. Yeah. There's something, um, there's something about that that, like, really resonates with me as a songwriter where when I was very, very young, um, someone said to me, you know, you, you have to write what you know otherwise it like it doesn't come across as being genuine at all um but I think that's what makes I think when you do write what you know that's what makes your songs relatable because even though you're writing from your perspective Mm. you're talking about you know anyone can draw from their own experience something that reminds them Yep. of what you're talking about and I think that's really the mark of a really good songwriter which Gordy does really well in this track that yeah I yeah. yeah I don't know that how to finish that sentence because I phrased it really badly but I think no, no, I what what you mean about. yeah it's it's almost the simplicity of it it's like everyone's trying to be complicated but the reality is just say it in the simplest way and it can actually touch a lot of people. Anyway, getting a little bit wanky again here. So that's going to be the theme word of this episode. I don't have that. Anyway, this is a bit of volcanic by body. I'm pushing you to give her And I'm lying about leaking here I don't want to sound ungrateful But I just don't feel like speaking, dear it's all words and bookmarked lines Leaving us all undermined and wrung out That was Gordy with a bit of Volcanic. Um, we're up to your last song, Danny. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> Let me send you the end. You literally want- just said... This is fun. <laughs> I did. It is really fun. I don't want to stop hanging out. <laughs> I mean, once we stop recording, we don't have to stop hanging out. But um, no, I, I mean, that could be a new rule of mine. Soon as we stop recording, that's it. It's over. Be my friend. We are friends. I know. We live close I, to each other. I, I really want to see you in real life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm We're so close. Um, and now we can. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, so um, the last track that I have chosen is Right Time by yep. Hayden James featuring Icona Pop. Yep. Um, yeah, I, Hayden James is really like can do no wrong in my eyes. Um, 
If this was almost an all-female episode, P.S. Yeah, we've had a few of them before, and then I always feel terrible when we don't. That was not on purpose, but... um, No, it just happens because women are great. Yeah, they are. But (laughs) equality men are also great. Um, I'm fine. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) I am fully joking, everyone. (laughs) Did an episode... We're not man-haters. No. We're just into powerful women. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, Hayden James can really do no wrong in my eyes. Um, I have loved everything that he's put out. Um, I just think that every, like, every single track of his is just a total banger and he works with some really, really, really cool vocalists as well. Um, and really different vocalists from track to track, which I really like where it's not, um, he doesn't kind of stay with one sort of style of vocalist, which I think brings variety to his tracks as well, which I think is really interesting. Um, I saw him play at the tennis earlier this year and, um, such a cool set. Yeah. Um, yeah. I chose for the tennis. Sorry? Interesting choice for the tennis. Yeah, so it was um, running touch supported and then um, he headlined. And I think it's so interesting with a lot of electronic artists and DJs where, um, you know, they've got really, really, really high energy tracks and then when it comes to the live show, sometimes that doesn't translate but... With Hayden James, his live show is just as energetic as all his tracks, which I think is really cool and really, like, the mark of, like, a fully rounded artist as well. Like, he's not just a recording artist and he's not just a DJ and he's not just a producer. He's – he can do everything. Yeah. And that, I think, in the electronic world in particular, can be both harder and easier. Yeah. Like it can be um, almost an exclusive type of music at times. Like, as I said, interesting choice for the tennis. Like it's not necessarily an accessible type of music for everyone. So maybe has to they have to work a little bit harder when it comes to opportunities like that. Yeah. So those sorts of things could actually be really, be really good for the artists as well in their branching out. I don't yeah. know what I'm saying anymore. I'm just losing my <laughs> mind. But... I, unlike, unlike me tonight, I enjoyed this more as it went along. I got more and more into it as the song got, like, got longer and longer. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's the opposite of me tonight. It it grew on you. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. I am not doing that on people today. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Should we hear some of this song and then we can talk about yours? Okay. <laughs> this is called Right Time. It features Icona Pop on the vocals and it's by Hayden James. You just heard a bit of Right Time with Icona Bop Pop's vocals. It's by Hayden James. We are now up to the last song of today, which is a very special one because it's your most recent release. Yay. Yay. So it's I actually don't know why I want you to go straight after Hayden James. No, we're good. We're good with that. We're good with that. Uh, it's called Sahara. And... Um, I was really excited to see you releasing this one because I heard, I vividly remember hearing a demo of this. I was driving you down Russell Street in the city. Yes, like, I remember that. Yeah, like two years ago. Yeah, it, um, was, it was a long time ago. I don't know where we had been, um, like no idea. But I remember driving <laughs> and we were coming down the hill and you were playing this for me and I was like, overwhelmed with excitement about this song because it was such a big kind of change for you yeah two years later I'm very excited to see it released <laughs> Finally. But it's obviously, 
No, but it's obviously had a lot of care put into it because it is such a big step for you. Is that how you feel about it? Yeah, I think it seemed like a really natural progression for me to go into a more dance music world um, because I DJ all the time and when I DJ I play house and dance music. So it seemed like it's not, it's not like I made a conscious decision to say, hey, I'm going to make dance music now and make this leap from, you know, electronic kind of pop music into a more dance style. Mm. It just kind of happened, but I wanted to put it out. I think I didn't want to just put it out and it get lost in the abyss of the internet that, is the life that we live in. Um, So I spent a really, really long time trying to think about how I best wanted to release it and really kind of coming up with a a really serious kind of plan. And then I wanted to put it out last year and then ended up doing the Scandinavia trip where I went over to Sweden and played... um, there and that was really really fun I played it live at heart and that was super fun and I kind of used that festival as a way to like try out a whole bunch of new tracks that I'd been working on and Sahara just got the best response and so I went because I don't know you you start working on a track and especially then when it gets to like a year or 18 months down the track, you're like, I really like it, but have I just been listening to it for so long that now I don't even know if what, yeah, like you kind of start second guessing your own opinions and you're like, is it good? I don't know if it's good. And I mean, that's part and parcel with being an artist also. <laughs> yes, correct. But I, I think it's a rightful part of it. But the Sweden thing is probably was kind of perfect for you as well because it's very much that European pop dance type music, which a lot of your kind of reference points, I think, are those sorts of artists like Robin yeah. and people like that. So being able to test it out in the places that probably have most received those types of music before was probably a great experience for you and a really good kind of way for you to make that switch. It's not necessarily a switch, but change. It's just, I think, I see it more as a growth. Like I yeah. see it, it's definitely taking my sound in a direction mm. and I just see it as the sound growing. It seems to fit your voice really beautifully as well. Well, thank you. um i did message you about this the artwork is incredible i love it um Um, my cousin dean did it okay i love when cousins do artwork for things because my cousin does all the artwork for everything i do so i love hearing that your cousin did so ruby aitken did all the play on radio and all the siren sport uh branding so go and support her talk about your cousin dean so my cousin dean dean dragonetti he's um a legend (laughs) he's done all my artwork pretty much from day one yeah um and he puts up with me changing my mind about five thousand different things and saying hey can you just try a different font and then he says yeah cool like what and I go I don't know but just not that (laughs) or like I don't know maybe more swirly or something, you know, or a lighter colour. What does that mean? (laughs) I don't know. I am not an artist at all, but basically he is a total legend. Um, You can check him out on Instagram at deadsetill. We'll uh, we'll link that in the show notes for everyone to click away to that. Dead spelt D-E-D. We've got some quite controversial art, so if you don't like controversy, don't go there. But it's excellent. I mean, we'll see. I'll have to. Maybe yeah. I'll. Maybe I'll. Um, I'll vet that before I link it. It's um, 
it's it he's a very 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 good illustrator he's actually doing a thing at the moment um through covid where he's been illustrating doing an um illustrative response to a Simpsons episode every single day. So he's basically gone from the very, very, very first Simpsons episode on day one of lockdown. This is amazing. And, and worked through, so it's like season one, episode one, season one, episode two, season one, episode three, in case you didn't really understand what I meant by saying he's gone through every single, yes, that's me. There you go. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's an excellent illustrator and I am really, really, really blessed that he works on my stuff yes that's what i meant by controversial it's barnaby joyce with a fish on his dick yeah just in case anyone's wondering yeah um yeah i'll i'll maybe link this yeah <laughs> i'll see how i feel later it's <laughs> definitely worse than that one the George uh, Ball ones are great <laughs> the simpsons ones are fantastic the simpsons ones are so excellent yeah um yeah amazing so uh Obviously, plans are a bit difficult to have given no live shows at the moment and things like that. But you've got you've, you said that you've got a bunch of new stuff happening that's all kind of of this ilk. So, can we expect some more releases throughout the year from you? Yeah, I um part of why I took so long to release this was that I wanted to work on a whole lot of music, and I worked with different people as well, um, different producers. So I've got a bit of a bank of new music, which um, if anyone has come to a live show recently in like the last, well, not the last two months, but like the six months before that, they will have gotten like a little sneak peek. Um and I played a bunch of them in, I did a live set for a German website the other day. Um, so there's a bunch of them up on the internet now. So There's a few, I, there's a few German uh, outlets supporting some local Aussies at the moment. So I think Essie Holt just had a song yeah, I, over there. I you saw that. Them. It's really exciting to see. Yeah, I've. I've gotten some good um, European love on this track, actually, which has been awesome. Um, I got a write-up in a Danish website the other day, which was so cool. <laughs> Used a bit of Google Translate, did you? Oh, yeah, totally. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is so cool. What does it say? I remember doing... Uh, PR for one of my artists um, back when I was doing management and we got a write-up in a Croatian um, publication and I was like this is strange but incredible yeah so exciting to get those I mean you hope that it's good <laughs> um, yeah well it, I mean when I translated it it was very 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 kind so <laughs> I, I was very very happy excellent should we listen to a little bit of Sahara by Ooh. our very own Nusi Yay! That was a bit of Sahara by Nussi, who is my guest right now. For those people who want to go and look for it and listen to everything you've done, uh, where can they find you? So um, the track is up on all streaming platforms. So choose your own poison. Um, and then basically I made it really easy for everyone to follow me on social media. It's just at Nussi Music 
excellent. Everything. So, yeah. But maybe not Twitter because you struggle with Twitter, right? Oh, yeah. I'm just – I. in case nobody realised I'm really chatty <laughs> and I find I find the character limit very, very difficult. Um, I'm going to mention Essie Holt again because mm-hmm. I feel like you two are very similar in this respect. Um, when I spoke to her a couple of weeks ago, she just said about how she only ever uses Twitter when she's it's late at night, she's drunk, and she will just tweet random stuff. And then by the morning, she'll like, what have I done? <laughs> and it was funny because we were recording the day after she sent me a tweet really late at night, and I was just laughing. <laughs> and I was like, you're a little bit like that too sometimes. Yeah, I am. Um, it's really funny. I use Twitter. I find like a lot of news on Twitter. I read Twitter heaps. Oh, I just, really? Yeah, so I read it all the time. And then, but I don't post heaps on there. Okay. Um, and then I, I find it comes to like a release and I'm like, spam, spam, spam. <laughs> Everybody, listen to my song. But you do use Instagram a lot more, don't you? So if people I, want to really get to know you, they should follow you on Instagram. Yeah, I do. I love a little Insta post. Um, Especially the stories. Love love me on a story. <laughs> yeah. I've got, my own, I've got my own cooking channel as well. Yeah, it is actually quite exciting. At Cooking with Norse. I do like that. Um, a nice green curry you did. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I did a ramen the other week. And um, funny story, actually, my my brother, who is not not at all good in the kitchen, um, yep. proper Italian boy, not domestic. <laughs> um, he texts me the other day and goes, um, "What's a good Jap- Japanese recipe?" Because he, you know, wanted to cook something for his girlfriend, and I sent him the link to my ramen recipe of cooking with milk. <laughs> This recipe, when I made it, it took me like two hours. <laughs> used about ten pans, like <laughs> the most random ingredients, and I was like, "Lol, he's not going to make this." He made it. He called me a number of times during. <laughs> he kept FaceTiming me, going, "So, um, when you said this, what do you mean?" And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like talking him through the steps. And I reckon he got about an hour and a half through (laughs) making it that he went, he rings me and goes, so I've just had a realisation, ramen is soup. (laughs) And I'm like, yes. What, What did you think you were making? He goes, oh, well, I was cooking it. And I was just sitting there going, when is all this water going to drain? Like, what do I do with all the water? And I was like, did you look at the cookbook on the recipe? He's like, nah, I didn't scroll down that far. But did he complete Did he complete the mission? He did. And then he texted me the next day saying ramen was so mint. So Good on him. He can I probably would have given up. If I do... If I do say so myself, my recipe right. okay. Maybe, maybe we have to link the ramen recipe in the show notes yeah. as well. We'll see. Yeah. Get people reviewing your recipes. Do. The the <laughs> videos on Instagram are mostly hilarious. They're mostly me just like drinking wine. and drinking wine and stuffing things up. So, yeah. that That's just what Danny's like in, in everyday that's life. That's just me, really. We, we have been to Singapore together, so I can attest to that. <laughs> it's a clear representation of me. <laughs> Well, I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Australian Jams. It has been a blast to record. I hope thank everyone's enjoying us talk shit. Um, otherwise, what's going on for me? Um, I just got hand cream all over myself because I was playing with the tube, so I shouldn't do that. Um, uh, I am obviously still doing a lot of stuff over at Siren, a women in sport collective, so if you're interested in reading about female athletes or just women in sport, administrators, all that sort of jazz, go over there at siren underscore sport on all socials. Um, We really do like to empower women in sport because, you know, 
given the shutdown that's happening at the moment, uh, women are getting even less attention, which is frustrating. Um, and I also have my weekly footy podcast, which is called I See It But I Don't Believe It. Danny's not a fan of that one, but uh, I think her partner Tim is. It's not that I'm not a fan of it. It's just that I don't enjoy football. No, and that is understandable. It's fine. Uh, Tim, though, every time we see each other and Tim's there, uh, Danny doesn't get to talk to me because I just talk to Tim the whole time. Yeah, Tim really loves catching up with you because he gets to, like, vent all his, like, football stuff because he yeah. can't do that with me because I'm like, eh, don't know. <laughs> we both enjoy it. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's not just Tim venting. We have good conversations. Yeah. Well, uh, I didn't mean venting, but, yeah, <laughs> I just... I just drink a champagne in the corner. <laughs> you usually are p- performing and we're talking about footy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so you can hear that uh, wherever you get your podcasts as well. That's a new episode every Monday. I've recently released an episode with Hayley Miller of The Dockers, who is incredible. She's such an amazing person to speak to and I wish I could have just spoken to her for hours but she has the whole life to go live and it doesn't involve just talking to me for hours on a Sunday so (laughs) that has been released also released another bunch of stuff anyway that's enough for me plugging thank you so much for joining me Danny I really appreciate it you in all your pink glory oh thank you (laughs) uh this has been Australian Jams uh continue to do your best in terms of social distancing and staying home if you can. I know restrictions have been lifted, but uh, we all still got to kind of push through this. It's not over yet, pals. Um, but otherwise, uh, you should definitely rate and review this podcast because there's not much else to do right now. So do that <laughs> um, and then go and listen to the artists that we have suggested. Uh, there's a whole playlist on Spotify called Australian Jams 2020, which includes all the music we've covered in the episodes and also other songs that haven't quite made it into the podcast, but we still love. And I say we, it's me. So with all of that, we're going to sign off. Go and uh, follow Danny, who is Nussie. uh, And I'm really bad at ending these. So we're just going to end it right here. Bye. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.